0: What's up, everyone, and welcome to the Discovering Discographies podcast,
1: where we talk about your favorite artists, albums, and all things music. I'm your host, Brandon Pulliam.
0: And I'm your host, Trinity Branch.
1: And without further ado, let's get into today's topic.
0: So, today we're talking about remixes. Yes. If they are what they used to be. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. We're just talking about the differences between remixes back then and remixes now.
1: Yes, there is a large difference in what yes. a remix is today than what a remix is back in the day. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: so, I guess you can say textbook mm-hmm. definition of a remix is to add a new piece or to create a different version of a previously recorded song. So, a song that's already been, you know, released, but you know, you mix it up a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's remix. Yeah. Um so t- um t- Today, we're just going to be talking about um, some of the songs from the 90s and stuff, remixes, and comparing them to today's remixes. I'm going to start with my first song, which is No, No, No by Destiny's Child. So when it comes to remixes from the 90s, a lot of the times the remix sounds a lot different than the original. And this song is one of the examples of that because this the original version of no 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 is very like slow and very sultry but Mm -hmm. the remix is upbeat dance anthem and i just feel like in today's world remixes just aren't they're not actual like remixes like it's just adding a person onto a song so like for example there was i'm gonna throw my favorite under the bus here but um the weekend he just released a remix of his song uh die for you that featured ariana grande and the song is the exact same the production everything is the same it just adds ariana grande onto it so it's like is that really a remix and were
0: the verses that much different yeah you know, yeah if you have a feature. What are they saying? Is it yeah. the same chorus that mm-hmm. you were saying? You know, I have an example that I would like to share of a remix, and it's from the '80s actually. It's oh, the okay. '80s, uh, hip hop, and it's called Buster Move" by MC Young. I, I mean, Young like MC, per- not <laughs> MC Young. Good, good <laughs> And he has so many remixes. Like it was people still coming out with remixes of that song, like 2012. I think Diplo did a remix too of Buster Move." He might have. I think he did, and mm-hmm. um. Bust a Move, like, the original, of course, is upbeat. It's Mm hip-hop. It's, you know, urban, you know, all that stuff. But in the remixes, I've heard it sampled. I even heard it sampled in R&B songs and things like that. It was just, they did so much with that one song. Mm -hmm. Him and other artists did so much with that one song. Yeah. The Diplo remix is actually a good Mm -hmm. good remix of that.
1: Yeah. I think one artist that's good for giving like a good remix from the 90s is Mariah Carey. Mm -hmm. Mariah Carey had a lot of remixes of her very popular songs and they were like actually different than the original. Mm -hmm. So like the fantasy remix for instance, It's, it's similar but it's still different. The fantasy remix is, I feel like when I listen to the fantasy remix, I feel like it takes an element out of the original production but it still works like I don't really know how to describe like the exact thing. Like they but
0: kept the original elements of the song, they yeah. Changed up something, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I get what you're
1: and then she added "Old Dirty Bastard" on there, and he gave a verse. But I mean, it, you know, the song was different than the original. Mm-hmm. And the next example of it, I guess, I could say for another song by her is "Heartbreaker." Yes. Oh yeah, gosh, I, love I love "Heartbreaker." But the remix of it is totally different than the original and then again yeah she has fe- she features artists on it as well it sounds different like the production is totally different than mm-hmm. the original so like the original i guess they're both kind of upbeat you know it the production is just different so like mm-hmm. it's something fresh and it feels like a remix yeah
0: like i think another example that's really good for me is Abadu's Carbidou- first album mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know but it's the actual it's not a deluxe version, but it's another version of the yeah. album where it's a lot of remixes or her mm-hmm. live performances. And yeah. I believe she had a jazz remix of On and On. Mm-hmm. So the production was different. The lyrics were the same, but mm-hmm. the production was completely different. And uh I believe it was Apple Tree. She had a remix of I that. Think so. Yeah, she had a remix of Apple Tree and of course she's one of my favorite artists. So mm-hmm. but she has, you know, where the remix is a completely different production or a completely different verse. Mm-hmm. You know, and She didn't have any features. Yeah. So. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I guess with the examples I kind of gave, it kind of, the peop- the artists did have like other mm-hmm. artists featured that weren't on the original, but still like the general idea of it was that the production is different than the original. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's missing in today's modern music space remixes now is just adding another artist and a lot of times it seems forced it's like mm-hmm. it's not even like necessary yeah mm-hmm. like i mean i love when the weekend and ariana get together and i like the remix of die for you i feel like it was an improvement over their last song together which was disappointing it was um off the table uh, on positions uh. it was very underwhelming this was good however was it needed is the question I don't really think that it was.
0: And does it still flow even with the
1: mm-hmm.
0: with the remix? Yeah, I get that. I get that. Because something that I like is variety. Mm-hmm. So, like, when an artist, you know, they release the album, say they're, like, a rap artist, but mm-hmm. when they remix a song off the album, it's a jazz version. Yeah. Or, like, a rock version. Mm-hmm. I know Katy Perry, um, was it I Kissed a Girl? She has a rock version of I Kissed a Girl. Oh, and I okay. love that song. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yes, it's actually... I don't even think it's up on YouTube. I know it's on Apple Music, mm-hmm. but it's not really up on a lot of platforms. Mm-hmm. That's a good example, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I don't know if this really counts It's like a remix, but it's my Sego's uh, Can I Get to the Yams or Sweet Yams. You know, Fetty Wap made a version of it, but they have a remix mm-hmm. of where it's Fetty Wap, Charlie Wilson, mm-hmm. and Ron Ogley. And they're up there together, mm-hmm. and it's a completely different vibe. The production mm-hmm. is the same, but the lyrics
1: are mm-hmm. the same. Oh, so know. he, like, changed, like, the lyrics from the original or just the adding?
0: Like, Okay, like, so Fatty Wap, he did, like, mm-hmm. a cover. Yeah. But then Charlie Wilson and Ron Alva came in, and they did, like, their own verse. Mm-hmm. So the production of the track was the same. So Masego mm-hmm. and Devin, uh, Devin Morris, they produced it, mm-hmm. but the lyrics were changed and the okay. features were changed and you could tell it was a different mm-hmm. vibe of the song
1: so was um uh masigo was he singing on it Mm-mm. oh okay okay so it was,
0: I believe he was in the backup vocals i don't oh, know, okay. Sure i had to listen to it again
1: okay so i guess when you when you put it like that then yeah i would say that's kind of more in the like actual remix realm because uh, like He's not giving the same lyrics mm-hmm. on it, despite it sounding the same, at least it's fresh lyrics, mm-hmm. so
0: yeah, I was confused whether or not it was a remix, mm-hmm. but I wanted to include it mm-hmm. as an
1: example, yeah, and I mean, when it comes to remixes, I feel like remixes I would define as just changing one element element of the song completely. So whether it be the same production, but different lyrics or different production and the same lyrics, mm-hmm. either one of those in my eyes would count as a remix. But just adding someone on to a song with the main artist having um, the same lyrics and just the new verse from the fe- new featured artist, I don't really find that to be a remix because there's nothing really new to it. Mm-hmm. Well, there's something new, but like there's nothing, no element, no monumental element of mm-hmm. the song has really been changed mm-hmm. at all, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. And another example would be Billions by Alicia Keys. It was off her new album, Keys. Oh, okay. On um, where she has the first half of her album. They're all the same song, mm-hmm. that, but the first half is it's called Originals, so mm-hmm. it's her songs, and then the second half is... I believe it's called "Unlocked." the second part of how mm-hmm. it unlocked but it's remixed versions mm-hmm. of those songs mm-hmm. of the originals and billions is one of my favorite songs of there both the original and the remix mm-hmm. but the production is different so the first one was like jazz and then the second one was uh like edm oh oh interesting yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. EDM. but her verses were still the same but a main element of the song changed
1: yeah so i mean i guess I guess for me just it would be refreshing to kind of see as far as remixes go people actually giving something new to the song like mm-hmm. whether it be the production whether it be the lyrics just something new aside from just a featuring a new artist that wasn't on it before mm-hmm. and I think we also need to evaluate is it really necessary cuz I mean a lot of times I think it is done for for money, money, monetary aspects, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think as a as a listener and as a music consumer, I think you just have to kind of stop and think: Do do I really need this? And I think artists should think this too. Like, mm-hmm. is this really needed?
0: Yeah, I agree because I'm not gonna throw nobody on the bus. But I know a lot of artists where they it's a pop song and they feature like a rap artist and the pop song is not even about what the rapper is talking about. And I'm like, how is this, how is this doesn't flow? You Mm -hmm. know? So I would encourage artists to think about that. Mm -hmm. Does it make sense? Does it flow? Can it be Mm -hmm. considered a remix when they're making a song or getting a feature for a song to make a
1: remix? Mm Which that's another, to- I think, topic for another day, the rap yeah. feature on the pop and R&B songs. Yeah. <laughs> I We could spend a whole episode about that. Carly but too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's, that's another remix that's kind of like losing its value in today's world too. Because it's mm-hmm. like literally every song.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. All right. We're going to jump into our segment called What's in Our Ear? What have we been listening to? So I'll start off first. Um, I've been in my early 2K era and late 90s era, which honestly, that's an era that never really stops for me. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I've been listening to Beyonce's "Dangerously in Love" album, her first solo, mm-hmm. I believe, yes, in 2003, her first solo album. In particular, I've been listening to "Me, Myself and I." That's my favorite mm-hmm. song off the album, "And Speechless." And then I've been listening to Alicia's album "Rest in Peace." Yes. Um, in particular, we need a resolution and loose rap. With static major in here, I love that song. And then I've been listening to Usher's first. I believe this was his first album, My Way. You're not technically no, no, technically no. Uh, but I've been listening to that one, and I've been bopping to "You Make Me Wanna."
1: Yes, we love that. Yes. All right. So recently, I've been bopping to um, Tamar Braxton a Ooh,
0: lot lately, okay,
1: because she's been involved in some drama. and I was like, you yeah. know, let me let me rediscover some of her music. So I've been listening to her album. I think it's called "Love and War." Yeah, the album is called uh, "Love and War," and the songs I've been specifically bumping on there are the title track "Love and War." My mom used to play this song all the time, and it used to come on the radio all the time. I think it was like her ringtone at one point. So, oh gosh, did she
0: used to hold the phone up and record it?
1: I don't think so. No, 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 no. It was like. uh, uh, with mm-hmm. Verizon, you used to be able to do like these ringback tones. So, uh-huh. like when you call somebody, like the you, they'd have music play, and uh-huh. that was the song. So Sweet. it's a lot of a lot of nostalgic value there. And then all the way home is a really good one too. And then I've also been bumping a lot of Kanye West lately, um, specifically late registration. Mm-hmm. I've been bumping the song um, "Gold Digger," obviously. It's <laughs> one of my favorite songs of all time roses is another good one and bring me down featuring brandy Mm. which i think is an underrated gem Mm. well guys that's all for today's episode of discovering discographies and join us next time on the next episode
0: don't forget to follow us on instagram i am tnm branch with the e on the end all lowercase
1: and i'm brandon is the d a plug on instagram as well and Join us next time for the next episode of Discovering Discographies.